I am Optimus Prime. You are listening to Cartoon Commentary. There is more to Tom, Keith, Corey, and Dylan than meets the eye, and almost all of it is inappropriate for children. You have been warned. Transform and roll out! Squeedly the bebop. Scatter scat. Yeah, little scat, jazz, scat jazz in the beginning, beginning. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta scat on the scat man a little bit. Squeedly the bebop. You gotta show your dominance. All right. Uh, Poop fetish Carruthers. <laughs> hello, everyone. I'm Tom. Hi, Corey. Hi, Keith. Oh, hello. Hi, Dylan. Hi, guys, today. Um, now I feel like we're talking like those people on SNL that did like the little radio show where they talked okay. all quietly and. Oh, I know. You I know, want to talk about that guy um, that says, uh, um, I'm, had, I'm, I'm good enough. Uh, I'm smart enough. Doggone <laughs> it. People like me. Stuart Smiley. Like, I hated that yeah. one. I hated that one. That was so weird. Um, no, it's the one where they got uh, Alec Baldwin on there, and he's talking about his Christmas Christmas balls. And they're, oh. They're saying how good oh, yeah. his balls are, and they're talking yeah. all quiet. Sweaty balls. They're sweaty balls. Um, so I got some small talk stuff. Uh, my friend, uh, Rob Blue, uh, excuse me, Rob Blumenreiter, that some of you may know. Keith, I think you may know him. Tom, I think you may actually know him. Whatever. Sounds he right works right for, right. um, Sennheiser Microphone. Um, and he called me the other, or sent me an Instagram, uh, message. And I was like, hey, Sennheiser's like making this new app and they want to interview recording people to like make the app better before it's released. So I don't know what you would call that. I was like a an interviewer or something yeah yeah that's that's exactly what it was um he told me that i was going to do a uh um video interview with someone from his company and for doing the interview i would get like something from their company like a hundred dollar gift and i was like hey yeah no cool whatever so i first things first is uh i do not realize that uh sennheiser because i'm an idiot uh, an idiot is a german company especially with the name sennheiser uh and I get an email from them giving me the date and everything of this video call. But on the Uh-oh. morning of, I was doing it before uh-huh. work, there was no blue links to click to get into this video call. But I did see – well, there there was blue links to click, but they were written in German. Mm. And I was like, okay, one of mm. these – I have a 50-50 chance of getting into this this video call. So I clicked one of them, and bing, bang, boom, I got in the call. Um I did not real well Sennheiser I'm pretty sure it has an American based uh, company in America somewhere um or headquarters I mean uh, I did not realize that I'm pretty sure that I was talking to someone pretty high up at Sennheiser who was also in Germany at this point point. Yep. and keep in mind uh for the folks out there I have sleeping problems I had to wake up early for this the medication was still kicked in I was completely groggy like getting ready before we go to camp and these three german people show up on my computer and i'm completely caught off guard i was like oh uh, uh, hi like and then me being me i'm like are you guys in germany and they're like yeah i was like oh what time is it there? they're like three <laughs> three o'clock i was like oh it's seven thirty. they have I the big germany up. sign behind them <laughs> no their accents were crazy though <laughs> they're very nice with their accents i was like hey, you guys are definitely in germany right now um if i could explain oh, weird country, for us germans to be in germany <laughs> <laughs> you can tell by the later hosen. I didn't realize it was a German company until I had to click on the link to get into the thing because it was written in German. I was like, "Oh, it's a Germany country." Awful lot and of signs. <laughs> <laughs> Awful <laughs> lot of red flags that I missed out on. 
Um, so if I can explain it and not spoil their thing, because they, 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 there was no confidential thing or whatever. It, they're, they're a microphone company that are basically making this app that if I use a microphone, this app connects and says, hey, you're using this microphone and this is how it should work. And if something goes wrong with the microphone, it brings you to a forum where people talk about maybe the same problem, uh, which I actually told them was really good. And they're like, why? I go, because your web page sucks for solving problems. And they're like, really? I go, yeah, it's awful. Like, I've had problems <laughs> with microphones before. They told me to be honest. I was like, I'm being honest. Um, and then uh, the other thing the app does, like it has like a forum like Reddit and you guys get what that is. The other thing that I have to explain is when you record with the microphone, it also gives you the audio file from that microphone in their app. And they're like, do you like that? And I was like, well, I don't know. And they're like, why? I'm like, well, number one, I'm a recording artist. I use Ableton and Pro Tools. I already have a 500 or or $1,000 program that, that does that. I go, but at the same time, if I record with the microphone into Ableton, something sounds weird. It would be nice to have that little microphone audio file to know that your microphone is working and it proves that it's working and then it would be mm. a problem able to not the microphone. So I give them that feedback. True. It's like a troubleshooting safe. Yeah. safe so I'll be honest, it was, it was a lot of fun just giving them feedback at the end of the conversation. They are actually like, Dylan, it was actually really good to talk to you. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, no problem. And they're like, no, seriously. I'm like, why? And they're like, because 99% of the people that we are interviewing are just recording engineers. And I was like, okay. And they're like, dude, you use our microphone phones for everything you do i was like yeah for my you know for my music lessons i use microphones for you know recording i use microphones for you know podcasting i use it's my life and so they're like we're actually really glad we talked to you so they're like instead since you're such a good interviewee and i did the full time that was 90 minutes is 60 minutes they're like we'll send you really whatever you want um nothing like crazy and i was like all right you know um and they know their employee rob and i told rob what i wanted i was like here's the deal i go I'm not greedy. And they're like, yeah, hey, yeah, what, what are you looking for? I go, I do a podcast with my friends. And I go, and they all got nice microphones. And I'm the recording engineer doing a fucking podcast on the gaming headset. And I'm like, I just <laughs> need, like, a USB mic that, like, I can do my podcast with. And, you know, maybe every now and then it's a good enough mic to, like, do some vocals with or maybe mic my guitar. And they're like, we got you. So in about, I don't know when it's going to get sent here, but straight from Sennheiser, Germany, I'll give a shout-out. Sennheiser is sending me <laughs> a whole streaming setup with a microphone, the whole arm that nice. goes on the wow. table, and, and all that stuff. Um, and Very I cool. already have a pair of their uh, headphones. So if you guys like some nice. audio equipment, I fully support Sennheiser. Um, not sponsored. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Not sponsored. yet. Not yet. No, I'll no, try apparently that. they're sponsoring <laughs> Dylan, though. That, that <laughs> will be the fucking rest of us. Well, yeah, that that Keith, will here's be. Here's the deal. You're off the show now. Sorry to break it to you. Cost of, hey, there's there's always an equal and opposite reaction. So. Mm. I'd be honest, I have to like get sacrifice to I, the German gods now. Thanks a lot. If, oh, if we ever want to get <laughs> sp sp sponsored by someone, I'd love to get sponsored by Sennheiser, and I'll support it. But pretty sure they'd hear a podcast. But eh, we'll we'll wait. We'll wait to see how this the, yeah. this podcast evolves a bit. We've got to stop offending every country yes. in the world. 
Which honestly, well, I don't think we, I don't think this, we, our world tour has stopped in Germany yet. Hey, yeah, listen, Keith, just don't. You're not yeah. allowed to do a German accent. Nope, no, listen, listen. No, it's I, off the table. Listen, number oh, one, no. it would sound Australian oh, anyway, and number yes, two, would. I held my tongue that entire time making German <laughs> jokes because <laughs> none of them would be tasteful. Oh god! So. <laughs> All right, let's get off. I'm getting free equipment from Sennheiser for doing the interview. Go. Let's get and off I'm, that I'm subject that. real quick. Thanks, Sennheiser. <laughs> Uh, almost. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, a podcast where four dandy guys in their 30s talk about old, new, and sometimes weird cartoons. I'm Corey, Booby Monsters Amir. I'm Tom. I don't care about oxygen. I need boobies, nothing more. O'Connell. I'm Keith. I'm as serious as moon dust in your underwear. Barnofsky. And I'm Dylan. Tom O'Connell is my new best friend for suggesting this TV show, Conlon. <laughs> and today we're talking about Space Dandy, which is an anime that we talked about a while ago. Uh, but we are on episode three, which I forgot the title. Something about uh, ordinary... Something about boobies. No, sometimes, uh, sometimes so the deceiver time. gets deceived, baby. Yes, that. that's it. Uh, so the thing occasionally, is, the, even oh, yeah. the deceiver is deceived, baby. Yeah. So, so <laughs> the last time we did Space Dandy, did we do just season one, episode one? We did. I, I thought it's a when, when it was just the three of us. I thought, okay, that's a good place to start right at the beginning. You know, not the greatest episode, but not the worst episode. A good, good solid intro. Uh, but then last week, uh, we were kind of talking about, or maybe two weeks ago, about how we haven't done anime in a while, and I, I was thinking of picking something new, but then this episode popped into my mind, and I knew Dylan, this was going to be his, like, sort of, uh, real, uh, yeah, when it came to anime. The thing is, though, is that the way this so, episode starts off... I feel like you could have picked this episode instead of episode one the last time we did it. Oh, I could have, but this one I knew was better, oh, and I, I knew if we ever came back, no, this but, would be the episode we but, come back to. But the but the setup, though, right? I will I will say this real quick. So, Tom, we you did talk about like cool. you were deciding whether or not you want to do an anime, and we actually I don't know if we talked on the phone or whatever. And we were all like, how many episode, tentacles though? How many tentacles? No, no, no. we were me and Tom <laughs> talking, and we're like. Tom's like, I, I kind of want to cater it towards you because, like, you know, we want to get you an anime. And I literally told Tom, I was like, don't cater it towards me. Cater it towards, like, cater it towards anyone. Cater, <laughs> cater towards, towards the Keith people and like Corey, more right? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Cater towards Keith and Corey because I'll just watch whatever and enjoy it. I don't care if I'm lost in the story. I, I'll, I'll get thrown in, like, whatever. D- Dylan is and technical I feel agnostic. Like, I feel like Tom, like, thought about it for a while and was like, yeah, let me pick something for Keith and, and, and Corey. And then Tom, in the middle of the week, was like, fuck it, I'm catering to Dylan, we're watching Space Dandy, here we go. <laughs> and honestly, yep. honestly, though, Space Dandy was... That's, that's it, yeah. Number, number one, p- him picking Space Dandy was absolutely catering to you. Number two, I'm not disappointed. Um, yep. Because Space Dandy's a great fucking show. But... Let's get into it. it. Yeah, it's a great show, and uh, it's probably one of my all-time favorite anime, if not my favorite anime. So, uh, and this this episode is just, I think it is 
is perfect. Uh, everything about it, from from the storytelling to the music to the animation to the jokes to to uh, you know the little twists, everything about it, I just think is is so well done. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's why this week I picked and. Of course, I batted down the name. There it is. Okay. Occasionally, even the deceivers deceived, baby. Which, uh, as Corey mentioned, it was the third episode of season one of Space Dandy. Uh, we did episode one already. Um, Dylan, did you happen to listen to that podcast yet? That's <laughs> pretty deep in there. there. Yeah, it's That's like episode I'm, I'm making my way through. Yeah. Let okay. me just ask this. Is I, the first... E- does the first episode of Space Dandy kind of do an introduction to the characters and where they came from? Because it doesn't really seem like you need it. I'm just yeah, it, it introduces Meow and, yeah. and where QT it came gets, from. It, it has a trip to boobies, which they talk about a lot here. Honestly, okay. yeah. yeah. So honestly, it's not like I really needed it, but you know, I'll, I'll, no, you know, no, I'm no, watching this. Well, imagine yeah. imagine boobies as Hooters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boobies yeah. is Hooters. Yeah. Meow, he tries to capture in the first episode because he thinks he's a new alien, but he's not. And then QT, they out QT the robot as being severely outdated, but like (laughs) Dandy, why does Dandy keep QT around? He can't afford a new one? I think that's it. It's It's like a console of shit, basically. So like QT is like his old PC that just keeps on chugging along and trying to be useful. It's a console of shit. It's good, man. Uh, and you know another thing uh, you really don't need to see that first episode because at the start of every episode there's usually the the introduction where the narrator gives you pretty much a quick synopsis of the show mm. that you know it's about space dandy in space and his his uh his <laughs> Dude, honestly, brave crew the narrator is <laughs> so space. fucking great yeah because yes. every time he's like oh so this is the show about space dandy in space and the his his crew on his spaceship, also in space. <laughs> like, Every yes, time here it they is. were doing... <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say, these are the spectacular adventures of Space Dandy and his brave space crew in space. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Every time I heard them say something like that, the mm-hmm. only thing I could think of was the Muppets. Pigs in space. <laughs> 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 Alright, Tom, uh, let's let's kick it. Yeah. So uh Here we go. We're <laughs> <laughs> so the show on. starts off with uh you know the, the introduction where where the narrator, which I I know we've we we've talked about it a little bit in the other episode, but basically that the narrator's god or or the god of the universe and he's just very Ron, kind of Ron Ron Tom, right yeah. with the fucking spoilers right at the beginning <laughs> i i thought about bringing this up because you you danced around it in the first episode is that a spoiler that for well, god damn that's a spoiler for the whole series i think well here's the thing i i forget oh, about god. this stuff anyway and it doesn't make sense to me right now the way you said it so whatever. because so uh after we watched the first episode i was super confused with the way it ended and then oh, I continued everyone, watching, yeah. and I realized, oh, it's just one of those kind of shows that if the writers think of something, it just kind of happens. Yeah. Okay. Which you'll see in this episode at the end. Um, mm-hmm. 
but there was something that Tom kept dancing around and as far as like something he didn't want to spoil, and then he just runs it out there right at the beginning of this one. Yeah. Uh, no, well, no, that's it that's not what I wanted to spoil. The thing that I wanted to spoil is much, much bigger than that. That oh. was just I wanted to say that no, God's the narrator of the show. So Yeah, that doesn't really well, no, but I, I don't learned think that we pretty that quickly. Yeah. Hey guys. Well, it, it comes up pretty quickly. Hey guys. Yeah. Don't spoil it more. Let's talk about the show. We are talking about the show. We are talking about the show. We are talking about the show. What you want Tom to do is read the words on his page. We've we've talked about conceptually what happens. (laughs) Because Keith wants to go to bed. Universe of the show. (laughs) And uh, we need to stop talking theoretically about the show and more like practicality about the show. No, that's what our podcast is about. Well, then then we're just going to be talking about the fun cartoon. So, you you know, this one time at Chili's, guys, I was. Keith, how many drinks have you had so far? Keith, Keith, do you want the show to be a Microsoft voice just reading the synopsis off Google? No, we should do it. It's over like in it's over in less than five minutes. Yo, and we're but just I like, thought I thought people were like, "Hey, one... we've started late. Let's talk about the show." And we're just like, "Oh, let's talk about all the theoretical spoilers." Well, now we're show. really not talking about the show. <laughs> yeah, true. Keith, why why don't you let's let go talk another about the show, Keith? Another level deep in the meta of the show. The okay. next time yeah. I pick a show, I'm gonna get ChatGPT to give me a synopsis of the I show. I already did that. Oh shit! <laughs> you're, you're, you're beat to that. Fuck. I did that like my second time because I was damn. late from work. You're beat to that, <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, no, because the machines have already taken over, man. It's already yeah. happened. So, Keith, you gonna let me talk about the show or what? Uh, at your Keith. leisure, God, Tom. Fucking at damn your it, fucking Keith. leisure. My God, Keith. Narrator, uh, fucking so, damn it. Please. Yeah. <laughs> So anyhow, after the narrator basically explains yeah, keep going. Uh, the premise of the show, Keith. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> you're such an asshole. <laughs> does not start and stop at your convenience, you miserable piece of shit. <laughs> uh, then we cut to one of the best, I think, uh, opening music anime sequences uh, out there. Uh, the song is Viva Namita, and uh, it's just got this great energy to it, and, and the, the, the visuals that go along the just is a lot of fun space, and, and, and uh, just, it, it's a great time. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this real quick. I'm going to, you're going to say, every, I'm going to save everything I have for the end, because I can talk on detail, like the song, I can go on details and everything, so I'm just going to save everything for the end, because it was just that good. Continue. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we'll we'll go forward because we've talked about the the theme song in the first uh, time we covered this series. But uh, yeah, we we cut to uh, Scarlet who works at the uh, Ark, the Alien Research Center. I think that's what it uh, stands for. Um, and she's basically rejecting. I don't know, it was like three or four different alien species before all of a sudden... It was more than that, like, like almost ten. Oh. Yeah, it went by really it quickly. a lot. I, yeah, it was very quick. So so Scarlet works there, and her job is basically to determine, you know, whether it's a, a new species or a particularly rare uh, subject of that species. I think that's how it works, because it's always weird when they're they're talking about looking for new 
species, but they already know about the species. So it's like, what the? F how do you know about it if if I guess if, if there's like a mutation, know. you know, shit yeah, changes it, over the time, right? It, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's always been, it's always been a little kind of confusing for me. It's kind of like if anyhow, they were like, this is oh, one okay. of those ask too many questions about the plot of a show and it doesn't make sense anymore kind of moments. Mm, true. Yeah. Because otherwise, so, all these aliens need to be non-sentient, <laughs> pretty much, because they would know about themselves. Right. Um, so, yeah, at this point, we, we cut to Space Dandy and a disguised Meow, uh, who's, I don't know, he's done up wearing some, he looks kind of like a, a, he's wearing a you, like sleeping, a caterpillar, no, like he's a wearing jumbo. a sleeping bag with spikes on it. Or spikes yeah. or caterpillar feet, and then he's wearing like lipstick for a mouth, and then some mm -hmm. funky sunglasses. It's and, it's and honestly Dandy, a terrible, terrible disguise. Like but you can Dandy see plays the it up. He he explains how deadly and interesting this alien species is, saying things like, you know. Uh, I had to subdue it with a karate chop, and and you know he was shooting beams from his eyes, and and yeah, he's really selling up that this is some real rare alien beast, and I feel like that's at some the very Uncle Rico shit, like oh, <laughs> yeah. I had to karate chop it, like oh, I mean you fucking had to fly to a planet on a spaceship to find it, so like. <laughs> The karate chop is not the exotic part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, at the end of it, uh, Dandy ends up, I think, what, he, he pat bumped into him or he patted his shoulder. And anyhow, uh, Meow's sunglasses or, or part of his disguise falls off and, and Scarlet immediately rejects him. Uh, and uh, then we're back on the Aloha Oi, the ship that Dandy and his crew... Uh, you know, do their adventures on. Uh, they find themselves pretty hungry and without any cash to buy food when QT comes out of the, the stock room saying, ah, no problem. Uh, QT ordered some sort of uh, space food that was from 10,000 light years into the future, uh, which Dandy points out means it's 10,000 years old, which... I'm, Super expired. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and uh, no, but the thing is, though, is if something is in the future, well, like I just want to work out the logic on this. If no, Keith, we don't pull at these strings. Uh, the, the thing is, <laughs> but if one thing we should from ten thousand light years in the future, then how is it Keith, expired? Light years is light years is a unit of distance, by the way. So it's not even yeah. time. Oh, yeah. So we're we're not going to pull at so, these strings. So what they're saying is they ordered it from ten thousand light years away, and the company was saying it was from the future, when in yes. fact it was expired. It was really this from is, the past. This is the proper string to pull on: is that the company was using false advertising, which is why it was expired. Either way, Dandy realized that this food was 10,000 years old and not safe to eat. Oh, do you mean because uh, the food was fucking farting purple gas into the air? <laughs> was, that, was that the main sign that the food was bad? Uh, uh, Keith, I'm no professional chef, so I don't know. <laughs> Usually, I would say if your food is, a, is randomly excreting colorful gas, it's probably not safe to eat. 
or it's probably very fun to eat. One of one of the two. Well, hold on. So, w- what is your stance on expired food that you come across in your own house? I thought you were going to ask. Well, it depends if it says assholes. it's expired or best used. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom, for hearing that. <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. Yeah, All I, I heard was a deafening thought, Tom laugh. I thought uh, you were going to ask him what his stance on eating ass was. Oh. <laughs> <Selling> <laughs> <asses>. <laughs> it depends, depends on whether it's expired or expired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least it's not now. Oh. No, no. I mean, the thing is, there's, there's, there's a clear difference between best used by and expired. Best used by is, well, let's see. Expired is fucking. If it's like a day out, I'm like, nah, better not risk it. <laughs> I'm like, is isn't this expired? Are you isn't, talking about ass? This All expires. Right, for- <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> To me, I'll be honest, as a simpleton, best used by and expired means the same thing to me. That's what I would say. I'm, mm. It depends if what it is. There's, all right, first off, I'm probably the poorest person here. Easily. I'll agree with that. Yes. <laughs> I'll agree with that. No, no debate there. <laughs> Was that Shade from Dylan? <laughs> Well, Dylan lives above a fucking so. restaurant, so he he doesn't have to no, worry about the expiration. Of I'm sorry. Let me wait. Let me just clear this up. The court doesn't hate me. You do have a child, so like it, child children make you poor. So Keith is Keith also is too. Poor. Yeah, Keith. Keith's well, not yeah, poor. Keith isn't poor. Keith's no, not poor. <laughs> Keith's got a pizza. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, fucking my. second degree burn aside. Don't throw the shade my way. <laughs> I don't care how poor you are as long as you're not that that poor I guess one step below me you shouldn't be at a point where you're just like eh, it's like a month expired eh, it's still apply fine oh, no. no fucking throw it out no mine's like more so like oh Best Buy oh that was like a couple days ago mm, as long as it's not like a dairy uh, product I, like, actually eh, I will admit there, I mean, I don't know if we've all been there, but I've definitely been at a point where I've been so broke that it, if something was expired, I did not give a fuck. I had to eat it. Um, yeah, no, I've been there. Uh, no, the, the only thing, is, thing it depends I'll... what it is, though, because like you could buy like so for like beer, for example, like there <laughs> beer has a Best Buy date. I feel like and, people that drink beer don't throw out beer. Well, exactly, <laughs> because the thing is, the best after the Best Buy date, it doesn't go bad. It just goes a little stale. So, like the flavor is oh, kind of no, like diminished. No, you've had a beer that you've opened and you've tasted and been like, "Wow, that's bad! I can't well, yeah, drink that's it." That's like really fucking. Yeah, if that's really fucking bad. But like, if you buy a beer that's like, "Oh, Best Buy," like twenty days ago or last month or two months ago. You drink that beer and just be like, oh, as long as it was stored properly, it's fine. Mm, Uh, And I've had beers that were, like, totally fine from that. But if you have, like, um, a package of chicken, (laughs) and that shit says, like... No, chicken's just off the... No. Yeah, okay. So if you have a package of uh, broccoli... That says like Best Buy, and it's like no one's fighting for broccoli. It's like two yeah, weeks. So that broccoli's going right. in the trash. So we gotta figure out something good. 
All right, you have a package of frozen taquitos, right? <laughs> that them shits are delicious. They got chicken and cheese and salsa. All right. So I Hot feel like the the real cheese. the real thing is eggs. Ooh. I don't I I can't So here's I don't the thing. Eat, I don't eat eggs, so if, I can't try here's the if, thing. if they don't smell bad, they're good. No, no, they there's an actual test time. you do with water. Yeah. And how yeah, they yeah. react to it. Oh. Uh, being mm-hmm. submerged in water will tell you if an egg is. I don't okay know this. To eat. So teach me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know it off the top of my head. I know that if you it, put an it, egg in water it and it sinks? if it floats, it's bad. Oh, that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense because if it floats, um, it's it's fermenting. If it lays flat at the bottom, it's perfectly fine. If it stands up but still stays at the bottom, it's going bad soon, but still okay to eat. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is basically what I remember from what I Googled. And that's like the only food I'll ever really bother with if it's actually past the date. So mm. this is interesting because I have a dozen eggs left out of a two dozen carton in my house. And it goes bad. Or no, I should say the best buy date is actually, because I made some eggs earlier, uh, is in nine days. And I'm considering not eating these now until they're past that date. Just so that way I can put them in water and it's fucking roll the, and roll the dice. Well, it's not a dice roll; it's science, Keith. I'm a gambling man. I know. Right? I know oh. how that could seem really confusing to you. Well, that's true. I guess if I didn't put them in water, you're I'd not a scientist like Tom and well, I. Yeah, no, no. If I, right. so, if I didn't exactly. put them in water and they were after the Best Buy day, I'd be rolling the dice. Versus if I put them in water to see how they react. Well, no. Technically, you'd scientist. be rolling the egg into the water. Hmm. Hmm. And seeing the hey. result, but anyway, let's hey, uh, let's Keith, get off this tangent. And, uh... No, yeah, no. God damn it, Shut Keith! The fuck up, Tom. Come on, Keith. God damn it, Tom! You talk too much. We'll we'll never get done if you don't let me finish. So uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, uh, I think at this point, Space Dandy ends up stuffing some of that nasty ass food down the throat of uh, Meow, and Meow. you see his yeah. face just turn like dark purple and and you know basically the same kind of fart cloud colors that were coming from the box as as Keith mentioned earlier um yeah uh that's when dandy realizes well this desperate times call for desperate measures and he remembers that his re, uh reward members card for boobies is <laughs> filled and he's got one free trip to go there and, and get free food or drinks. Uh, Honestly, this is, this is, and I guarantee, like, because we saw episode one and now we saw episode three and they're very centered around boobies. Uh, this this mm-hmm. is a, a definitely a tone setter. very reoccurring theme. And I love yeah. the fact that there is a restaurant named Boobies instead of Hooters <laughs> in this universe. And it's just a fucking thing. Like, it, they just yep. lean into it super hard. And they it's, do. It's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, so, and, and I love this this little reward card. When he pulls it out, it, it has a hologram of Honey, uh, you know, the, the waitress from Boobies. His, his like, favorite waitress. <laughs> yes. Yep. yep. And, uh, you know, Meow seems to be absolutely distracted, like, just well, enthralled by like, this, like this hologram. A cat, like a cat um, in a... 
in like a red laser pointer. pointer. Yeah, a yeah. laser mm-hmm. pointer. But at the same time, though, she like he's distracted because of the hologram. But he's like I don't know. I want to imagine also partially distracted because she's an attractive lady, and she has a heart cut out of the back of her shorts that shows the top of her ass, ass cleavage. It's it's one of those like <laughs> it like they they really lean hard. I know, into Keith. The you boobies you wish you could go visit boobies. We all wish we could. Listen, if I had a spaceship and I could charge it two hundred percent. I wish Hooters were more like boobies. Mm. Yeah. Instead of this being I feel terrible. like there has to be... Exactly, that's what I mean. Yep. I feel like there has to be an episode, and I haven't watched... I, I, I found out, because I watched this on Hulu. I mm. watched up to episode four, I think it was, and then mm-hmm. not past that. There has to be an episode, I don't know if it's in this season or maybe the next, where... They end up at a boobies that is very much like a real world Hooters, where it's just disappointing. Oh no! <laughs> because I feel like that's just the story that writes itself. Mm. They're like, and oh, I no. even watched it. Don't Every... tell me if it is there, because I want to. <laughs> I, I, I probably thing. will. I probably will go back to watching this again. It's just, you know, mm. I fell off after episode four or I whatever. Just, I just can't imagine mm. them just going, oh no, everything here is mediocre. It's like, oh and my I god, everybody's everything. like 40. <laughs> Every single person is like 40. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, at this point, QT points out to Dandy that the the card expires in like two hours and forty something minutes. Yeah, two two and a half and, hours. Two and a half hours. Okay, and uh, the oh that's right. It, it expires in two and a half hours, and the closest boobies is like two hours and forty hours something and minutes 40 away. Minutes. Yeah, which, which that's, is, what that's it is. why yep. I said two hundred percent because the he he screams out to charge the engines two hundred percent, and I'm pretty sure that's just <laughs> not something. That you can do on a spaceship. You can't just be like... Keith, you're no spaceship expert. I'm not the physicist, Tom. That's your department, but I'm pretty sure you can't just sit in the cockpit and go, charge the entrance to 200%, meaning to go faster, and just have it happen. Oh, they just need to go ludicrous speed. That's true. That that (laughs) is a proper... Uh, scientists or scientific mm-hmm. uh, setting on yeah. spaceships. I know. Which which is essentially what he tried doing, except their warp drive was broken. Well, uh, Dandy realizes. Was it you know, really that broken, way... or did he make it worse by punching it like a hundred times? Yeah, I, I feel like it, I feel like it has a it, delay on it. If you just let if it you just boot up, punch it once, and then let it get to where it was going, it probably would have been fine. Like, how many times did back in the day you go to, like, help your parents use a computer, right? And they were, and you were, Mm -hmm. they were like, okay, well, I want to check my email. And they double-clicked the browser, but their computers are Mm. shitty. So then nothing happened. They double-clicked it again, and they clicked it again, and they clicked it again, and they clicked it again. And then, like, but the thing is, and then the whole fucking computer crashes, and they're just like, look at this piece of shit computer. And you're just like, you clicked it 400 times, you asshole. Like, fucking wait. (laughs) Two minutes. Like, wait, wait 30 fucking seconds after clicking it. You dumb piece of shit. Like, 
Jesus, Keith. God what damn do you think it. you're talking Keith, to? Tom's okay? family? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, Keith, I know my family did that. They still do Sorry, that. I was, oh, channeling, I was channeling my hatred of Tom helping his family with tech issues. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for the murderous rage that just ensued. <laughs> but that that's, that's me all the time, Keith. That's me oh, all God. the time. Tom, Tom. You need a vacation. Yeah, you so probably, are you going to let me you know, finish you should, this up or you what? You probably buy a massage chair. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, <God>. oh, <laughs> you fuck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an inside joke for literally just this oh, podcast. Yeah, I know. We didn't, we didn't have that on the <laughs> No one else. Not yeah. even Mike will probably understand that yeah. one. Uh, the strange thing is it has nothing to do with penises, so... Now everyone's God, we really need a mute Keith button. One of the oh, few, yeah, that would be great. For someone who wants me, he just keeps talking. Yeah. He just keeps talking. Because <laughs> Tom's, Tom's not taking over. It's his episode. I'm trying. Because you're taking over. I'm feeling dead air. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead air. I'm making sure that Corey doesn't have to edit all the yeah, dead air. Corey, does, Corey of... doesn't edit anything. It's no, fine. honestly, it's... honestly, I just edited the Pro Stars episode. I did more edits than I ever have in my fucking life. Oh God, dear Lord! Oh wow, it was frustrating. Yeah, no, oh. <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> There's probably a... multiple points where you're just like, "That's a weird way the conversation went," and it's because I had to cut a whole bunch of shit out because it was oh. horrible. <laughs> Hello, dear listeners. It's your old pal Tom here, real quick to ask for your assistance in helping us grow the podcast by leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, if you enjoy the show, or at least Keith hasn't offended you yet, why not share it with your pals and family? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, anyhow, before Keith interrupts... um, we're back on the Aloha Oi. He hits the Dandy hits the uh, button for their warp drive. And he he just spam hits it, you know, over and over again. Boom, 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 boom. And eventually, the warp drive kicks in, but blasts them to a different part of space where they come out of warp and they're kind of they they crash land basically on this alien planet. Uh, and when Real they crashed, they, they damaged the ship. You notice that he didn't really put in coordinates or anything. He literally no. was just like, oh, let's just fucking warp there and hit one button a hundred times. Like, he didn't, like, dial anything in. Like, there was no exposition of him just, like, Yo, choosing this, a location. This is the future. Yeah, it's Google Maps way. times a million. It already knows where he's going. Oh, he just thought, just oh, he just thought boobies. Yeah. And he's, sp- yeah. okay. The ship's right. like, all right, yeah, fair a million times and nowhere to go. Yeah, that's true. The so, ship has yeah. been there a million times <laughs> so they they crash land and they decide they they gotta go uh dandy says he could he could feel it he he knows there's a boobies out there and he wants to go looking for it uh whereas was it meow doesn't believe so at all uh could you imagine they... just being in the desert with a couple of your friends and one of your friends just being like there's boobies out there man i could fucking feel it like <laughs> It just—it had a very like. Yeah, it'd uh, be me and it'd be Tom. It had the Tom doors. The no, it, to me, it had a very like the doors kind of like <laughs> ring to it. Where it's just like a bunch of dudes just tripping to the desert, and one of the dudes is just like, "There's boobies out there, man. I just know it. <laughs> Look out there." 
Yeah. So uh, while they're out uh, looking for for uh, boobies, uh, was it uh, Dandy starts teasing Meow um, for being a, a scaredy cat? I, I forgot why, but Meow basically is 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 kind of hesitant towards the fact that they're on this alien planet. Well, and yeah, I think he just, just wanted to go around. back and like call for help or something. Like, yeah. Instead of yeah, like scouting so. through a fucking barren wasteland. Yeah. But then when I, I just when Dandy starts busting his balls calling the scary cat, that made me think, oh yeah, I I, I remember this this series just felt so perfect to, to pick for Dylan because you have a, a little robot in there and you know he loves robots. He's got his robot fetish. It's got a a, a cat like alien who, who's one of the main characters, so that's right up his alley too. And and you know everything else about this uh, series is just great. So uh, yeah, as, as soon as he started doing the scaredy cat jokes, I just started cracking up, thinking like, yes, I know I picked the right thing for for Dylan. Uh, yeah, and so at this point, I think they hear a noise or something, and Dandy immediately freaks and runs, uh, panics, showing that he's actually the scaredy cat. In the process, as he, he darted off in another direction, uh, all of a sudden he sees this, this beautiful woman who seems to be running towards him, and he just sort of reaches out, and he's kind of squeezing with his hands, and he's just absolutely, like, enthralled by her running towards him, and he's really just really excited. And then all of a sudden he realizes she's being chased down by these weird, ravenous kind of, uh, like, I don't even know how you'd explain these alien creatures. Vagina mouth, just... um, <laughs> tentacle gray, monsters. Yeah, gray, long neck, mouth on the face thing. Yeah. Yeah, my really, nose. No, they have the says, thing that comes from the inside of aliens' mouth, like the projected the inside mouth. Yeah, but oh, the yeah, quote from shit. the episode is I don't like what's going on with their face area. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, based on its shape, it could be also the other area too. I mean, it's mm -hmm. the face area, but could it be? It could be a, a multiple area. Yeah. Um, at this point, Dandy uh, claimed. Well, he he says he'll rescue her, and he 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 runs back to the others with this beautiful young woman. Uh, and he immediately tries to show off with his, his laser blasting skills. Uh, and I love this montage where all of a sudden he just starts firing his laser all nonchalant, all, you know, uh, you know, really with a lot of gusto trying to impress people. But while he's shooting, he's completely missing every target, and he almost hits uh, Meow and QT a couple times in the process. He shoots until his gun runs out of uh, batteries, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, at this point, they all have to just basically bolt, and they run away. They, they, they have to escape these creatures. A uh, short time later, uh, they're talking. There's some introductions. We, we learn that this beautiful woman is named mommy Taz. that's that that was her name right guys mommy which is Taz? definitely a euphemism for tits yeah. i mean yeah oh she's mommy Taz. because the only thing that would be more apparent more apparent would be mommy tatas <laughs> uh so uh at this point we we learn mommy Taz 
uh, also crash landed and her ship is broken and she's not able to to leave uh, QT suggests well you know if your ship is is not too old we could salvage some of the parts and use your ship to repair the Loha Oi and we can all get off this planet. Oh, just this is a statement classic two broken ships put them together make one ship I like mm. that little part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, at this point, we, we cut to a, a scene where we're out back back out in space. Uh, we're focused on Dr. Jell and uh, B. Uh, if you remember, Dr. Jell's the, the monkey-like uh, humanoid kind of creature, uh, and Dr. Jell's his little assistant that kind of kind of has that, that banana-shaped head or that bean-shaped head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we cut to them and basically learn that uh, they're, they're all set to capture Dandy. They finally located him. Uh, Dr. Jell is talking to the emperor of the Gogol Empire, uh, who basically says he's not going to accept failure this time. You know, you better catch him. Uh, we want Dandy because once we have Dandy, we'll be unstoppable, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and uh, I think that might have been the mystery that you didn't want to spoil. Yeah, that's the real like mystery. Why they were why they were yeah, after the, him in the first place. The narrator being God is just that's just kind of an interesting little tidbit. So I, that, do, that wasn't I feel the like real this, spoiler. I feel like this backplot that's happening is very like Metalocalypse. Where it's like A this, little bit. Yeah, like, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like this thing yeah, that's happening kinda, in the background. Yeah, I feel like, like the that. main yeah, character sure. has like almost no yep. clue of like Yes. Okay, yeah. In in that sense then yeah, it's a, it's a lot like that, yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, um, yeah, we, we learned that, uh, oh, the assistant, Je- uh, Dr. Jell's assistant says, hey, uh, there might be an issue that this, this planet they landed on happens to, to host one of the deadliest aliens to, to exist in the entire universe. And that's all we get so far. Uh, we, we, we cut back to the rest of them back on the planet. Wait, Dandy, uh, how, how yeah. many of you guys knew exactly what the fuck they were talking about at that point? I didn't. I had no idea. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I was so I had into no it idea the first time. I didn't know. <laughs> back when I first watched this, yeah. Hmm. I so you immediately went to thinking it was her. Yeah, for like so for some reason when I was watching, and I'm usually not this person. Like I'm usually hmm. not skeptical whatsoever. And would immediately think that it was the other aliens that were like chasing them. As soon as they did this, for some reason, I was just like, "Holy shit! I know the twist. It's her!" Like, hmm. and I don't, I don't know where I channeled the M Night Shyamalan in that in that <laughs> moment, but I did, and I was, I was very proud of myself because then when it came true, I was just like, "I am so smart. See, I'm the smartest man alive." I remember when I first watched this, I was thinking. Uh, when they had that alien encounter, I was just like, why aren't they attacking them? Yeah. Like, they look so <laughs> deadly. Yep. And they're yeah. just, like, they've cornered them, and they're just letting them fire all random, and they just let them go. Like, there were never any harm to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't see them dodging attacks, escaping anything. They do, just like, like, they lunge, but they don't actually, like, actually attack him. Yeah, like, I thought it was just, I'll be honest, at the time when I first watched this, all, what, six months ago, wherever we probably <laughs> watched the other episodes, Yeah, uh, I was just like, wow, this is bad writing. This is, like, one of those things you don't mention because it's, like, 
plot hole esque kind of mm. thing. But then it's just like, oh no, it, it made sense. Yeah, like the yeah. you thought like so, the yeah, animation like, I didn't... didn't match the story. Like exactly, been, like, like it's, yeah. it's yeah. like when when uh, someone's fighting off a whole bunch of villains and they're all like taking turns yeah. fighting him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he's not overwhelmed, kind of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Keith, if if you'll let me continue, um, there was quite a just I, I love this. I love this narrative. <laughs> this is great. God so damn it, it, Keith! Sometimes I put my hand up Corey's butt Fucking and I make him Keith. talk. <laughs> it's real. I was weird, gonna do that, but... Corey, but I I stopped myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have said, said the wrong name. I would have said the wrong Sometimes name. I just hand puppet Corey, where I just, you know. Which hole do you use? Oh, the butt. What? Oh, oh that's true. What? Um, <laughs> We've got over this time. Jesus Christ. That's, that's, oh, yeah, we have. Hey, listen, that's for, the, that's, that's for the Patreon when we eventually open it. That's, that's going to be Or the OnlyFans, I don't pay, know. Yeah, it's pay, yeah. It's, it doesn't matter, it's paywalled. It's paywalled. Uh, watch Corey get fisted by Keith. Oh, my. Uh, can I leave now? It's, oh, my God. It's, it's just. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. No, they you do. don't fucking say it. You just imply it, Tom. I, I thought that's what you said, didn't you? Say it's you, all you about the implication. Him made him talk. All right. all... God yeah. damn it, Keith! If you're done running around inside my asshole, let Tom continue. Yeah, come on, come on, Tom. Jesus, about time. God damn, Keith. So, uh, Dandy notices that uh, Meow and and Mommy Tuss, uh are nowhere near him or or QT anymore. He can't find them, and he immediately is getting kind of suspicious that Meow's trying to steal. Steal Mamita. So he goes looking for them, and uh, in the process, he, he stumbles outside the ship and runs into those native aliens again, the ones with the, as Corey said, the scary vagina mouths. Um, <laughs> which, when you said that, it always it makes me think of um, Ralphie from. Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> from the Magic uh, School Bus? Magic School Bus, yeah. That's. <laughs> Uh, listeners, go back and listen to our Magic School Bus uh, I think that's, uh, like, low-key our best episode. I think that, like, edges out Doug a little bit, to be honest. I think it probably does. I mean, it was... It's a thing. It it doesn't look good for me, though. Well, you know what, though, is you just... You said what everybody else was thinking. Uh, (laughs) You know, the thumbnail, you should have... For that episode, it should have been a thumbnail of Ralphie's throat, just so people knew the context. Yeah, they would true. be like, "Okay, we're, they're not creepy; they're just being very accurate." Yeah, no, the animation that was throat. just terrible. The animation was oh, they knew what they were doing. What what's what's the opposite of phallic? Phallic, you know, would look look like a penis. What, what cavernous? <laughs> cavernous? <laughs> no, it's very it's vaginal. vaginal. So straight up, yeah. phallic would just you know look like a penis. <laughs> All right, now hold on. So we're gonna see what sentence. Google says. Uh, <laughs> opposite of. <laughs> 
Uh, Opposite of phallic. Survey <laughs> says. Oh, this is boring. <laughs> oh well, okay. So the first couple are boring. Genital. Okay, whatever. Vaginal. Okay. Yep. Uh, yonic. What? Which means anything with Yonic? a hole may legitimately be called yonic. Donuts, for <laughs> example, are yonic. Okay. In fact, there are significant indentation. Wait, any. In fact, any significant indentation qualifies. Thus, belly buttons are yonic too. <laughs> mm. uh, and then Volvic. Volvic is. Uh, <laughs> that's probably the one that we want to go for. Is it's very vulvous. Yeah. yeah, he has a Volvic throat. Yep. Holy shit. <laughs> that is a. Volvic is a very good uh, answer. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, with your permission, Keith, I will continue. So, as Dandy, oh, you have my permission, Tom. You have you have my full permission. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. So, Dandy finds himself outside again, confronted by these native aliens, and this time, though, QT suggests, why don't you use your universal translator to see what they're they're trying to say, because clearly they're not trying to kill us. <laughs> Can you imagine well, the part. robot just is like, hey, they're obviously they would have killed you by now, you dumb fuck. So like, yeah. <laughs> please use your translator, because they're obviously not trying to kill you, you stupid piece of shit. Is what, yep. what, should, what QT should have said. Like, if QT was Bender, let me ask Dylan, right? <laughs> if QT was Bender, Bender would have been throwing fucking insults. <laughs> Bender, I will say this. Has anyone seen the newest episode of Futurama? Yes. Not yet. Okay, I won't spoil anything for anybody because you need to watch it. If Bender was in this episode, all of those gray monsters would have died. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so continue, Tom. You have my permission. You sure? No. No, I can revoke it at any moment. It's kind of an at-will thing. All right, well. So, at this point, Dandy's talking with these uh, aliens, and they explain to him that he's in grave danger, that, you know, he's... The Deathgarian is is on the loose, and the Deathgarian will, will transform into this horrible creature that's going to try to eat him and, and his crew... Uh, and, you know, Dandy's like, what are you talking about? Where is the Death Guardian? And, you know, these other aliens are confused by why he's asking that, because it's like, well, you've been trying to save her this whole time. And then we get to the little twist that Keith, Keith, uh, realized that the Death Guardian is, yeah, the, uh, uh, Death Guardian is Mamitas. We, we cut to the inside of the ship where, uh, She was dead the whole time. Show <laughs> on. Sorry, I had to. Okay. I was, so, wa- I was uh, waiting I'll for continue. that bad joke that whole time. I'll continue. So, so we we see Meow talking to her, and and all of a sudden, like Mommy Taz kind of is just zoning out, staring at Meow, and says something like, "Cat." cat i've never eaten cat before 
and starts getting real creepy and all of a sudden you notice that she has a set of extra eyelids uh kind of like dogs or cats they have those side mm. uh, sa- uh, side eyelids Don't that like are kind of clear rep- reptiles have that too a, a lot of animals in fact i think most animal species have more than two eyelids Wait, are you we're, saying we're that humans are just two. fucking left out <laughs> Yeah, we're the weird ones. Uh, most oh, most on. other animals have too. In fact, I think like I think was it sharks or one of those animals have like a transparent want, eyelid. It moves want, across so they could still kind of see while I they're want, sleeping. Like, two directional eyelids, like that's mm. seems more. Efficient. I want I want regular normal working eyes for a regular human being because mine are broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. But wouldn't it be nice to have eyelids that went the other way, too? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so Mamita's eyelids start doing this thing. And all of a sudden, that's how you you immediately see, oh, she's not human. She she looked very human, uh, but she was not. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, Dandy and QT are rushing around the corner and they start calling out to to meow like meow get over here we gotta tell you something get over here quick (laughs) uh and that's when we start to see mamita starts uh turning into this giant booby monster monster. oh my god the (laughs) second it start the transformation started i was just like oh i forgot about that (laughs) like oh 12 year old Corey would have paused the scene no that's the thing is it would have been a really (laughs) weird fap (laughs) <laughs> really weird fap. Hey. It's yeah. Not, but it still would have happened. There's a lot of boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sheer, sheer quantity of boobs, you know. Yeah. Uh, Mommy Tuss just starts to basically expand into this, this pile of flesh, like this blob of flesh with clearly defined uh, boobies. Boobs and uh, nipples. That, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's weird, though, is the end result was not very boob-like. Yeah, it was not right. very... It was just the transformation yeah. that was very boob-like. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Which, which, it's just so fucked up, but at the same time, hilarious. Like, it's scary, but hilarious at the same which, time, because it's body horror. Yeah. You know, it's it's got that, like, it puts you off, you know, you're you're not at ease because it's so grotesque. It just makes but at the you same think, time, it's hysterical. Could you make a puzzle, right, where every piece of the puzzle looked like a boob in a different shape, but then when you put the puzzle <laughs> together, nothing looks like boobs? Mm. Like, I feel like that's what they did, was, like, the individual pieces of this monster flowed out from it, and the individual pieces were all boobs, but then once it was actually <laughs> assembled, there was no boobs true yeah once she was fully assembled there were no boobs and when she was fully assembled uh dandy and qt had gotten out of the ship meow was running behind them but was too slow so uh mommy destroys the ship as she turns into this giant deathgarian creature uh and proceeds to swallow qt as as she breaks through the ship qt somehow lands like in her mouth on her tongue she swallows meow yeah and she just swallows him not not qt oh i'm sorry not qt yeah i I meant meow yeah so um what was i think at some point uh i know i have written down this is so full of suck i know uh dandy says that at some point and (laughs) Uh, that was something i I felt like i I said a lot today or at least i should have been saying a lot today this was so full of suck 
That's the lightest thing you could have been saying about your day today. True. Mm. True. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as Meow is... So, if something's really full of suck, should... Don't judge nope. me, but should nope, you just put your there. dick in it? It's gone. Keep's gone. Keep no. can't continue. I'm just saying, if it's full of suck... Just let him continue. Uh-huh, go Come for on, it. man. Go ahead. God damn it, Keith. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I'm Keith. trying to find the silver lining. Uh, as Meow is 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 starting to get, you know, he's on the tongue. He's about to be swallowed. You hear Dandy shout out, "Meow, <laughs> I'm coming!" And Dandy immediately runs in the opposite direction after he yells, <laughs> "He's coming!" You know, to help him. Um, <laughs> And you see this really beautiful sequence when they're running away where where it's very fast-paced, it's it's animated really cool. I, I love the, the running scene with, with Dandy and QT. They're, they're running in the foreground, and then you have, in the background, uh, you see the monster running as well. And it's just, it's done in a really cool style. And it, it's, it's a cool, very quick, fast-paced scene, but... Um, Eventually, they, they get back to uh, the Loha Oi, where they, they pile in, but QT points out the ship is still damaged, so they can't take off. But Dandy's got a few tricks up his sleeves. He, he, he shouts, uh, uh, it, he says it sounds like time, he says it sounds like time for the little Aloha. And then he shouts, lay me. And uh, part of his ship transforms into this, this kind of robot. Uh, what would you? How would you describe it, guys? It's a giant robot. Yeah, it's a robot. I mean, his his arms are <laughs> like made it's of, like he, no, his arms. It's a are, transformer. It's a Starscream, if you will. It is, but like his arms are like almost <laughs> like the like big metal balls where they're almost like articulated on each. Like they're not hmm. articulated on like the elbow and on the wrist. Right? They're almost yeah, they're articulated hmm. on each individual ball that the arm is. But other than that, he's a pretty standard. Uh, so my robot. take on this is hmm. the writers, and I feel like I, I'm right in this, uh, given that QT also didn't know that this was possible. The writers <laughs> decided that this would be a cool thing to have, like a uh, giant robot versus a kaiju fight, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Here we go." Yeah. Yeah, because it was uh, no basically... other way to <laughs> I, I will point out one thing with the robot, or really a couple things. It has a pompadour like Space yeah. Dandy. Uh, it's and I'm, wearing I'm a Hawaiian shirt. I'm assuming this is probably the only time we see it. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. But I'm imagining that this is something they just kind of like pulled out for this one episode, and it, then we never saw again. It is pretty awesome, though, because he pulls yeah, it out, yeah. and, and and this robot has laser pistols, just like his, his the ones that he was using and on the ground. And they're not it's, out of batteries. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not out of batteries, and he actually manages to, to hit the booby monster. Well, at this point, it's just a regular Deathgarian. Uh, hits it, zaps it pretty good, and they continue to kind of go back and forth having a fight, but Dandy gets basically smacked down while they're in the air and he goes sailing down and crashes into his own ship where he does more damage but in the process he damages the hull and 
some of that nasty ass food that QT ordered kind of shoots up into the air and the Dithgarian, for whatever reason, decides to start inhaling it just because I guess it senses food and immediately starts getting nauseous from eating it. And that's when Dandy gets the idea, oh, let's just force feed this monster all this nasty ass, you know, <laughs> expired food. And, you know, the robot proceeds to, to get like a tray and, and fill it up with all these boxes of food before shoving it down the throat of the Dithgarian who then proceeds to like dissolve into this bubbly kind of foamy uh, I don't know residue. It shrinks down to almost nothing. Um, I think at this point we're pretty much at the end of the episode, or just about at the end. Uh, that Deathgarian, after it it foamed down to nothing, was about I don't know like two three feet tall and small enough for Dandy and QT to capture. They capture it, bring Gotta it back. Catch them all. Weird monster. <laughs> Keith, you gonna let me finish? Cunt. <laughs> I, I wanted to say, come on, Tom, and it just came out as cunt. It yep. just came out as cunt. Wow. Yeah. That's right. what you think of him, Keith? Come on, Tom. Jesus. Jesus. Cunt. Wow. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're back at the, uh, the Ark there. Uh, and they're very serious, and 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 oh, the he's Alliance presenting. Oh, the Alliance for Responsible Citizenship. Is that what they changed the name to? No. Hold on, no. you mean they, they're <laughs> on the the spaceship that the Transformers came to Earth in? <laughs> yes. Is that what Starscream came on? No. I mean, he came on a lot of things. Tom, not. he was kind of a whore, but you know, we're not going <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> His lasers hit a lot of vulvic metallic <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow, just to wrap this up yeah. with with your leave. With, um, yeah, with my permission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they they're very serious. They present the Deathcarrion. Scarlet approves it, and they get paid ninety nine thousand mulongs. And uh, so is you know, that a lot? I need I need a reference. I, I, I imagine it is. I I, I think it is. It, it seems like a large amount. Um, but the thing so is, he's they, holding it in a very small stack in one hand, as like paper money, and I'm just like, it just doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, like he's holding ninety nine thousand mulongs and he doesn't even seem like he has 99 bills in his hand it seems like a very small stack of money well anyhow he, he's got 99,000 mulongs it's enough to go to boobies and he and QT seem pretty satisfied until QT says hey aren't we forgetting something <laughs> and Dandy's just like yeah whatever <laughs> Uh, completely forgetting oh, no. that Meow he's, was... No, he said something about the fact of, like, oh, they lost their rewards card. And then QT was like, are we missing something yes. else? <laughs> and he was like, nah. And it's Meow. Yeah, so uh, yeah. how many vulvic crevices out of ten would you give this episode? God damn. I'll go first. I really like this show. I mean... 
I haven't seen anything other than this episode and the other episode, really. But uh, the only thing honestly hindering me from watching more of this show is that it's on Crunchyroll. and It's also on Hulu. Is it? No way. Yep. Oh, there, fuck. It has right. ads, which are annoying. <laughs> no, I have, it's I, have, on there. I have Hulu without ads. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I guess that's I, what I'm, it's like to have money. I'm, I'm bougie like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I pay those extra whatever. $4 I'm slumming it down here with the fucking ads. Hey, I didn't realize it was on Hulu because honestly, I haven't watched more of the show because uh, it was on Crunchyroll, which I, is not on my TV. And uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to watch more of the show. Um, um, honestly, this show's fucking funny. It's funny. It has action. It's got like. Uh, it's funny because it it also has like this weird sexual nature to it, but it's not sexual in the like you're gonna jerk off to this. It's sexual in like the people are getting teased by sexual. Oh, hey, you can't if you want to. <laughs> but like people are getting teased by the sexuality, and then it's gonna like it's gonna turn on you. Like it's kind of like the yeah. you know like the the um, the boobies rewards card where it's like a, like the sexy girl. It's like dancing and stuff, and like meow is like batting at it like a cat. It, it's or, more about humor and less about fan service. Whereas it, it, there's plenty of animes where it's clearly scene, just in there yes. to satisfy people. Let's to, be totally. To, let's be totally honest, though. There's it's absolutely there for the fan service, but they make they make it funny so that way it's not, yeah. It's not just like oh. We only put this in here so twelve-year-olds will right. watch it. it. You know, it, instead, it, it's just it, like yeah. this, this, there's there's a they seamlessly make a comedic effect of the fan service. So yeah. honestly, I don't know. I'll cut this short. It's not really short. I'm gonna give it a nine. I loved it. I think this show's fucking fantastic, and I I have literally nothing bad to say about it. I nice. feel like my score is going to be probably similar to what it was last time. Uh, I don't even remember. What I, I, I don't remember yeah, I what remember it was either. either. But <laughs> basically, it comes down to the animation for me. I love it. I love Studio Bones. Whenever they mm-hmm. have uh, a show, it's just like, even if I don't like the subject matter, at least I know the animation is going to be good. Yeah. Because they mm-hmm. definitely have some that, like, looking back on it, I'm not that interested in watching, like, Eureka 7. Like, at the time, mm. I thought I was going to be into it. In retrospect, it didn't really... Like, the animation was probably the best part of that show. Hmm. Um, but with this, the comedy is also really up there. Um, right. And when you... <laughs> I'll be honest, when you sent this episode based on the title i wasn't even really sure what episode it was because i've watched the first four (laughs) so i was just like is this the one with the zombies like i couldn't remember (laughs) that's Uh, the next one and when and when they ate the when when they ate the expired food i was just like yeah it must be the one with the zombies Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but it It... wasn't uh (laughs) And I, I actually would really highly recommend this. Um, well, I highly recommend it to somebody who's into anime. I'm yeah. not 100% sure, and Dylan will be, I guess, 
the litmus test on this. Uh, if this is the best anime for somebody who is just getting into anime, because I feel like when you start so close to the sun, in yeah. some cases, it's just like everything else is just like, eh, eh, eh. And instead of getting into anime, you get into a show. I have and then something everything to say else off of that. So whenever you're done, mm. I go next. Yeah, I'm just going to throw my number out there. It's going to be an 8. I thought this was a great episode. Um, I'm probably going to, if I could ever find some way to manufacture time uh, <laughs> in my life, uh, I would like to finish watching the other, like what? eight episodes of this season at least yeah okay my my score i'm gonna i don't know if you guys have done this before but it's not gonna be an even number uh it's almost perfect it's literally a, like a 9.99 i i i no, fuck it i'm i'm giving it a 10 um, okay on the on the <laughs> aspect of what you just said Corey, and what tom suggested and you guys suggested for fucking weeks okay the first thing's first for the first 15 minutes of this fucking episode I had to rewind it constantly because I was just laughing so fucking hard and I would miss things. I was just laugh the whole for 15 minutes of the show. I'm just <laughs> like, cause I'm picturing why Tom suggested this show and the fucking booby and I'm, I'm losing it in my apartment. Like they must've been ha- heard me laughing downstairs. Um, <laughs> the, I'll do what you said. And then my whole rating of the thing, I'll make it quick. I love it. But at the same time, I also still need to see, like, not that this isn't a real anime, anime but you guys are right. It's a comedy. It's over the top and stuff like that. I, I still want to see what you guys would call, well, I would call kind of like a, a somber anime, something that's more serious and, like, really gets in the story. Now, I'll be honest, I was talking to Tommy Nagel this past weekend, um, and I was like, yo, so, and Tommy's, you know, really into anime as much as you guys and stuff like that. And uh, I was like, you know, they suggested a show, and they said I would really like it. And Tom's like, well, let me guess what it is. I go, well, it's the same universe as Space Dandy, and it's a con- or I mean, as a um, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, like, Cowboy Bebop, thanks. And I go, and, and it's funny. And Tommy just looks at me, goes, "Don't tell me it was Space Dandy." On the first guess, I'm like it was. <laughs> it was fucking Space Dandy. Well, I mean, so it's the only I'm, one. You know, yeah, yeah. he loves it and everything like that. But then. I brought up to him I was, the same thing I was saying. Like I do, I wish I had as much time invested in anime as you guys because I talked to Tommy. I was like, you know, they always talk about an anime. It's got like tons of episodes and this and that. And Tommy just goes, One Piece. I go, Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I've heard it's really good through them. And I go, and Tommy agreed with you guys. Like he's like, Dude, to watch that for the through, game, there's through. so there's so much stuff, and it's just ridiculous. Um, Tom, so, I think it's the only one that watched that. <laughs> Oh, okay. Keith started watched, watching a little I, bit of One I, Piece. Yeah, I think I watched like uh, I don't Three know, episodes. like no, 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 like no, he, he six, got through six, six to eight episodes of the yeah, first season at least. And that's a good amount. It's like honestly, still the same story percentage wise. point when you talk uh, about yeah, the percentage of One Piece you've watched. Percentage of One Piece that's out there. The thing is, so, no, the thing is, <laughs> it is good and interesting. The problem Wait, is that it's going to take me a year, like a lifetime. Yeah. Hey, Keith, so, can, can um, Dylan finish his yeah, thing? Can, can Dylan finish? please finish? Yeah, can, can he, yes, can Ross, finish? Ross Perot, you can finish. I just want to start and stop. Can I finish? Miserable piece of shit. Can I finish? Um, <laughs> uh, can I finish? Um, 
fuck was I saying? Oh, okay. There goes so all our Perot listeners. The, the, what call it? Keith the intro song was absolutely fucking amazing. I found it absolutely hysterical that I did not realize that the guy's, you know, the main character's name is actually Space Dandy. He's like, and says like, at one point, he's like, I'm Space Dandy, and he shoots his gun. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Uh, then he turns into the booby, the booby monster. I fucking lost it. That I didn't know it was going to be the girl. I thought, you know, I thought it was just an anime being ridiculous with a fucking hot titty girl. I was like, all right, it's a fucking anime hot titty girl, whatever. The part where the gray monsters and they like put the microphone in front of them. And at first, the first one talks is like, you know, you know, we're not the ones that like are going to eat you. And then the second one hops and he's like, I don't know, I can't do it. He's like, yeah, bro, you got to get the fuck out of here. Like, this shit's dangerous. I fucking lost it with his, like, voice and shit. That's I was me. like, oh, my that's, God. That's so me. Good. I'm, like, the front off <laughs> yeah. of the side of this just, like, interrupting yeah. everybody. Just get the fuck like, out of here, bro. You got to go. Um, the part, the two parts that actually made it a 10 for me, and it happened everywhere in there. Oh, there's two things. Okay, so the first thing is, is any time that Space Dandy, like, did a trick or jumped, the... Well, I explain as the the star streak behind him with the noise, like like the <laughs> sheathing noise. The ksh, I'm like, okay, that that's great. Um, the second part was uh, the to- part that Tom brought up as um, the, the the yeah the no 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 the the big titty monster running in the background and then the mountains moving in the next foreground and then the you know space team that was like an anime that's the shit i like drawn like you know it's almost 3d kind of in a 2d world um the last thing and you guys already know i'm gonna say it qt goddamn all right um QT, when I you guys first showed me a picture of QT, I imagined the robot with a male voice, and I was like, I'm not going to have, like, a fucking fetish with this fat little robot with a male voice trying to be, you know, funny. And I watched the episode, and QT is a girl auto-tuned and has an voice. auto-tuned fucking voice. I was like, shut the fuck up. God damn it. Here's the other thing that I noticed that you may not have noticed, and this is why I got a 10. When a song is playing in the background, at least in this episode... If a song is playing and QT is talking, her voice is auto-tuned to the song in the background so it sounds better. So in one part of the episode, it's like really happy and stuff, and her voice is literally in the scale of the song playing in the background, and then Mm. something drastic turns, and it turns into a minor song, and her voice gets auto-tuned to a minor key to match Mm. the music Mm. in the background. I I didn't even realize that. Then that happened. I was like, this is amazing. It gets a 10. There's my vote. And QT, QT. So, if I do change my sleeve into robots, QT will make it. On one nice. So, so before Tom predictably gives this a ten, um, <laughs> I, I just wanted to point out one of the things that really got me about uh, what Keith was saying earlier about the allusion to the titty monster being the 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 what is it the the monster that they were dealing with on the planet. Yeah. Is this was the third episode. So in typical anime trope, especially with something like this, when you're building up a crew, I was 
already I already had it in my head when I was watching it the first time, like, oh, this is their new member of the crew. This is going to be the female crewmate <laughs> that Dandy's constantly <laughs> lusting over. Because that's just like something that would happen in an anime. Oh, mm-hmm. no. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh no. It's not. <laughs> nope. You thought so, so like bad. I feel like they did that really, really well because if you did this mm. in like episode eleven, instantly I'm just like, Yeah, there's something wrong with her. Yeah. You're not introducing a character in episode eleven of a twelve episode se- uh season. Yeah. And having her be a main character. It's just not happening. But episode right. three, I could see it. Yep. True. Mm-hmm. Alright, Tom. I'm on that ten. Ow. Ow. Okay. Well, Sorry, my kid Keith, just may I? Like, Ow. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? So, uh, yeah. Uh, I, as Corey said, I, I'm giving this a ten. I have to. Uh, not just because I love Space Dandy and I think it's one of the best anime out there, uh, but this episode, everything about it, the, the animation, the storytelling, how tight everything was, like it just... Uh, there was a vulvic tightness to the episode, I agree. Yes, exactly. Yes. Keith knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Only with my permission, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I love that it had that twist about it. I love the comedy. Uh, I, everything about this, just great. You know, one thing I forgot to, to say, I even wrote down the quotes, you know, uh, as they, they get into the, the uh, their spaceship, as they're trying to get away from the booby monster, you know, Space Dandy says... Farewell, my dear friend Meow. I shall never forget you. <laughs> and QT points out that Meow had the uh, the the rewards card, and then all of a sudden you hear Space Dandy says, "Lucky for him, Space Dandy doesn't abandon his friends." <laughs> and then goes back goes, to get that record card. <laughs> yep, I was like, "God damn that!" For me, that 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 just made me laugh so hard. I was like, "I have to give this episode a ten just because." To me, that is just comedy gold. Um, I but yeah, no, think, I, and I, will, I love it. <laughs> I will reiterate to the, the previous episode that we did, where I think that Space Dandy is essentially a reincarnation of Bruce Campbell, which is why, mm. <laughs> which is why Tom was so drawn to this, but why I also love it too, is because the main character has so many just Bruce... Like, not real life Bruce Campbell, but the characters that he plays... He's got that they, swagger. Yeah, the swagger, yeah. and also just the bumbliness that mm-hmm. that also happens. It's like, it's a perfect mixture of just like, yeah, he's the hero, and sometimes he's like, when it's convenient, he's trying to be the hero, and then sometimes it just fucking works out for him. And mm. it's just, it's good. It's, it's like uh, believably unbelievable. I don't know. So that gives us uh, a score of 9.25. I believe putting it in fifth place overall. Top five, yeah. Wow. Respectfully, out of respect to Dylan, uh, actually fourth place right behind the Futurama Bender episode. Love it. Which it actually is tied with. Love it. That's awesome. Which is right behind 
at least one Bluey episode. Uh, Star Wars, Clone Wars, and Bluey uh, family meeting. Yeah. You guys do realize that Bluey episode would be rated much lower if I was on that episode. Yeah. Well, well this was the here. fart episode. Yeah, the you, fart episode the was. The fart episode was fucking gold. Okay. Yeah. No one would have dropped that to like an eight. Yeah. <laughs> That's just man. for the hate of the show. <laughs> Don't vote out of vindictiveness because then the next time you pick a Futurama no. episode, I'm just be like, "Are you can't you can't you can't? There's no way you could do that. It's Futurama. You so no. Can't? That's just so I can't. You want to challenge I, me? Yeah. <laughs> so realize I've never matured since the age of twelve. I still think, I still think poop is right. <laughs> yeah. uh, We'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please do us the favor of giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Take care, drive safe, and until all are one, I've been Corey. I've been Tom. I'm a boob monster! I've been Dylan with my new five-week-old kitty, Tessie. Aw. Meow. Yeah. Keith, stop interrupting him. Jeez, <laughs> Keith. Yeah, Tessie had bye a bye. fucking outro. Slits oh, fight. Bye-bye. Meow. Dick. <laughs>